sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Grammar Girl here, I'm Mignon Fogarty. This week, I have a quick and dirty tip about the two spellings of trooper, and a meaty middle about a bunch of fun phrases that use the word bee, including why we call it a spelling bee. Let's get started. After the recent segment about why the word troop can refer to one person or a group of people, a listener named Michael asked whether it's possible that since a trooper is another name for a soldier, that the singular use of troop for one soldier came from shortening the word trooper to troop. Well, the first use of troop as a word to refer to just one soldier came hundreds of years after people started calling units of soldiers troops. And Michael's instincts are right. The Oxford English Dictionary entry for troop as a singular noun says that in some cases it is, quote, perhaps an abbreviation of trooper, unquote. And this also brings us to a related topic, the difference between trooper, spelled T-R-O-O-P-E-R, and trooper, spelled T-R-O-U-P-E-R. Both words came into English from French words for a company or a band of people. But they came into English at different times, and they developed different meanings in English. All around the English-speaking world, troopers, T-R-O-O-P-E-R-S, are police or military men and women on horseback. And in the United States, trooper also refers to state police officers. For example, you'd say, I got a ticket from a state trooper last week. Moving on to the other spelling, an acting company is a troop, T-R-O-U-P-E. You could say, the troop is scheduled to perform in Paris next week, and that's troop, T-R-O-U-P-E. So an actor in such a group is called a trooper, T-R-O-U-P-E-R. And when someone powers through an illness or a tough role, he or she is sometimes called a real trooper. You'd say, boy, that Susan is a real trooper. The original phrase about someone persevering despite adversity came from the theater. And until about 1970, everyone agreed that the only correct spelling was a real trooper spelled with a U. But then, real trooper, T-R-O-O-P-E-R, started showing up in published books more and more often until it surpassed the other spelling in the late 90s. The change is more dramatic in American English, but it's happening in British English, too. Comparing the entry for Trooper in the last two editions of Brian Garner's English usage books highlights the change. 
The 2009 edition calls the OOPER spelling invariably inferior and pegs its use in place of the correct spelling as stage two in his language change index, which he says means widely shunned and is roughly equivalent to audible belching. But the newer 2016 edition upgrades the trend to stage three, which means it's now widespread but avoided in careful usage. Gardner calls his stage three roughly equivalent to overloud talking. So that's your quick and dirty tip. If you want to be correct, remember that a real trooper is like a member of an acting group who goes on stage with a fever and spell trooper with a U. But keeping that spelling intact is probably a losing battle in the long run, because if you saw my TED Talk, you know that in English, people essentially vote for spelling and usage, and people seem to be voting for the other spelling. And now, on to bees. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Remember the frustration of trying to memorize vocabulary and grammar rules? only to find you couldn't actually use the language in real life, well, there's a better way to learn. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with millions of users learning 25 different languages, and you can get it on your desktop or as an app on your phone or tablet. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. It's really different. You pick up the language naturally first with words, then with phrases, and then with sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Grammar Girl listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Is it rosettastone.com slash grammar. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash grammar today. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. To get us started, a longtime listener in Prague named Yuri asked why spelling bees are called bees. What is a bee? The most common explanation is that we can trace it back to the buzzing insects. Bees are cooperative and social. They live and work together in a hive, and people seem to perceive them as always working. As far back as the 1500s, people were saying busy workers were as busy as bees. Hundreds of years later, the word bee was being used to describe events, 
like quilting bees and husking bees, where people would get together to do work like those buzzing, cooperative, and social insects. Although a spelling bee is more of a competition than a social working group, it still took on the name, maybe because it was a social activity for the community and spelling kind of seemed like work. So that's the origin in the Oxford English Dictionary and in Etymology Online. Unfortunately, Merriam-Webster and the American Heritage Dictionary give a different origin for the social work gathering meaning of the word bee. Those sources say that bee comes from the Middle English word bene, B-E-N-E, which described the voluntary help you give to neighbors, such as farmers who need to raise a barn or husk a lot of corn. So it seems the origin of the word bee is still up for debate, but either way, it goes back to old-time social gatherings. Other fun phrases that use the word bee are the bee's knees, a bee in your bonnet, bees in honey, to make a bee line for something, and to put the bee on someone. I covered the bee's knees almost three years ago, but for those of you who weren't listening then or don't remember, it's 1920s slang that means something similar to delightful, that was part of a group of similar phrases based on animals, such as the cat's pajamas and the monkey's eyebrows. The origin of a bee in your bonnet is more obvious. It simply relates to the agitation or intense focus you'd have if you had a literal bee in your hat or bonnet. You wouldn't think about much else until you resolve the problem. The PhraseFinder website believes the phrase may be of Scottish origin because of some early references and because Scottish men wore caps called bonnets around the time the phrase emerged. In its earliest uses, it usually referred to someone who was thought to be crazy or eccentric. It could also relate to another phrase, to have bees in the head, which is even more closely associated with having an irrational or crazy obsession. Moving on, bees and honey is apparently cockney rhyming slang for the word money. For example, I found a clip on YouTube where a British man is trying to rob another man and says, give me the bees, which he explains is short for bees and honey, meaning money. The Guardian says that rhyming slang is about more than just rhyming, that the slang can also have a logical story behind it. And in this case, we go back again to the busy, hard-working nature of bees. You work to get sweet money, just like bees work to get that sweet, sweet honey. Beeline is another obvious one related to the behavior of bees. To make a beeline for something is to take the shortest path to it, just like bees always seem to take the shortest path back to their hive or to a source of pollen or nectar after another bee tells them where to find it. Finally, to put the bee on someone seems to be a phrase that peaked in the 1940s. It means to put an end to something or to ask or pressure someone for money. I couldn't find anything about the origin of the put an end to something meaning, but the asking for money meaning ultimately seems related to the volunteering for the community benefit origin. It seems that on the American frontier, there often wasn't enough money to pay preachers. So, just like the community would gather in a bee to help a farmer husk corn, the community would gather in a bee to raise money or goods for the preacher. And if people didn't donate, the organizers would pressure them 
and that aggressive asking or begging for money or gifts came to be known as putting the bee on someone. The Oxford English Dictionary also says it could be related to the phrase to sting someone, which seems to have arisen around the same time. For example, they have a citation from 1931 from the book American Tramp in Underworld Slang that says, quote, To say I put the bee on him usually means that the donor has been stung when he gives up the loan since it is seldom repaid, unquote. And for a further extension, a footnote in H.L. Mencken's book, The American Language, says in addition to put the bee on someone, the phrase to buzz someone also meant to wheedle money. Isn't English fun? I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl. Stitcher Premium subscribers get a monthly bonus episode, and I just released the new one about the many words for marijuana. Plus, you get ad-free access to the entire archive of Grammar Girl episodes and all the other great Stitcher Premium shows like Marvel's Wolverine, The Long Night. Sign up at stitcherpremium.com grammar and use the code grammar for a free month. That's all. Thanks for listening. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.